right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Back. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not limited by ta- the tardiness. <laughs> I'm not Love limited Aaron. by the tardiness. Um, also, listeners, we just got from an over the line, which you're going to hear after this. So actually, it doesn't make sense to do it in this order. But, uh, Car, did you see Aaron's score on that test? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was. In it's some completely ways, shocking. And uh, yes, but also in some ways, not shocking at all. I I guess I was shocked because I was sure that he was going to score in the same place as, you know, myself. Uh, you mm-hmm. also took the score and I was uh, – you, you also took the test and so that will be on the over the line. But I, I'm just shocked. He's a – he is a jockeyer but he's a preppy guy. Mm-hmm. No, that's not shocking to me. It's not shocking to you. I don't view Aaron as very preppy at all. I would have figured he would have oh. been very, like, normie. A well-kept Navy guy? Come on. I, yeah, you're right. I, sometimes I forget that Aaron is not actually a disgusting homeless person. Um, so, I was discussing it in this other group chat. And it seems possible to me... That this thing is classifying sufficiently schizophrenic people as normie due to a wide range of interests. And I think that's something people should keep in mind as they're taking the quiz. Yeah. You know, like um, the quiz was built to sort you by breakfast club tier categories. So if you don't fit cleanly into one box, you're going to end up as a normie, despite that actually being a sign of eclectic interests. Yeah. Um... I think that was kind of that was sort of the conclusion that Car and I came to when we both uh, listened to the over the line for the listeners, but it that's the conclusion that we came uh, to as well. Um, but since since we are here, um, Car Camp at Pause, thank you for joining me. Hopefully, we'll get an Aaron in here at some point. Um, uh, we have some breaking news. I haven't prepared at all for this episode, but it's. Uh, you know, it's been a week, certainly. We're dealing with three or four major distractions in the news. Um, and I, you know, we could pick out of a hat of which one to talk to. Car, I'm going to give you the option here. Would you like to first discuss what the fuck is going on with this alien stuff? Or would you like to discuss how many people in Cleveland are dead right now? Which one would you like to discuss? I think I'd like to get things warmed up with the Cleveland story. Okay. If the that's Cleveland acceptable. Story. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's it's wider than Cleveland, obviously. Just the most major city nearby. So there's a fucking I don't even know. Everybody learned what the phrase vinyl chloride is that what mm-hmm. it is? Mm-hmm. They yeah. learned this new phrase. Apparently it's it's death. It's mm-hmm. it's something that was for some reason okay to transport on a high speed train that had a wreck. But it's going to kill 100 million Americans. So where are we at with this? Carl, where are you at with this? Man, I'm of a lot of different minds here. Um, It's a So I guess to back up and give an overview, it looks like a train car uh, derailed or had some sort of catastrophic failure uh, in or near the town of East Palestine, Ohio, which, as you said, is pretty close to Cleveland. Correct pronunciation and, on that. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Um, it wasn't it was just one car. Boy. It was 50 of them. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes, yes. It was a, a whole mess of vinyl chloride. And uh, it spilled out into the town or out into the tr- rail, you know, near the, the, the rail tracks, which were, I guess, adjacent to the town. Um, <clears throat> upon the spill being discovered or or 
reacted to by quote unquote authorities, um, they then uh, began to incinerate it, uh, which I, I've, I've done a little bit of diving on this and I'm in a group chat with Lee and stateless med and that's their, you know, both of them are, are pretty sharp cookies that, you know, and Lee was doing a little bit of, uh, looking into this. Um, I suppose that I is some te- posting, yeah. technically what you are supposed to do with some probably small quantities of this chemical if it does get out. Um, but I mean, this was a, it was a whole lot of it. And, um, uh, so the authorities that incinerated this and created, if the pictures and video are to believe, and I don't really see any reason why not, it looks like a kind of like a slow motion mushroom cloud right next to this town, uh, which has resulted in, um, the, it, this like low, if anybody's like lives on the coast, it's like that low incoming tropical, you know, like rain event, not super hurricane event, but like th- that just low kind of blotchy storm cloud um, look. Um, there's been some reports of per- may- may- maybe acid rain uh, based on some anecdotal stuff that I've seen. Uh, I wow, guess that's as, real. As, I didn't even know that was real. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've seen people like posting damage on their cars from driving through oh, rain yeah. near there. Well, um, we don't know if those are real either. Of though. course not. Well, We're in right, ops season, of course. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, I'm I'm giving a I'm giving a background of what it appears happens, but I do, but that's exactly where I want to go with it. Pause. Is this among many recent events? Well, among many events over the last three five years, it's just becoming very very like it. If you were wondering if we're in the information war still, like. I don't know how you're still wondering. It's so difficult to figure out what the hell is going on, who the hell is doing it. Um, Was this intentional? Was it not? Um, Was the subsequent cleanup, like the incineration intentional? They sent the residents back to the town. You know, there's, so I guess they evacuated the town momentarily, then sent people back a day or two later. Um, You know, and I guess there's reports of animals dying. I don't know if those, you know, nothing's verified, I guess, is, you know, here we are again. This is, I feel like it's the Ukraine situation at the, in the early days all over again. It's like, I don't know, like, this is what the, this is what we can find. And who knows? Who knows if it's real? Who knows um, anything? Uh, But it, but, but some sort of catastrophic event happening outside of East Palestine or Palestine um, uh with respect to a toxic chemical and its subsequent burning seems to be reasonably, I mean, I I, push back if I'm out of bounds here, but that seems to be relatively certain. I just wanted to add some color or a little more meat to some of that. Uh, So as you were saying, as Lee and stateless med also pointed out in some cases, the controlled burn is the correct situation for cleanup. And, you know, I don't necessarily know enough if this is one of those chemicals that can be controlled that way. But what I can say is that decision would have rested with whichever fire chief got an engine out there first. Because they take de facto incident command, even after other groups start showing up from the rest of the state, even from the feds, from the railroad. Whoever gets there first is the guy that's in charge. And you'd think that'd be the sort of information that's listed, not necessarily on a material data sheet or whatever the hell they're called, but in something similar, right? The railroad should have that information on how to clean up any given chemical. So I think real quick, we could find out by knowing who the actual incident commander was, whether or not the appropriate course of action was taken. And you're also going to see a lot of people making a lot of hay about journalists being arrested for covering this. And I actually looked into that one a little bit. It was one journalist because he threw some sort of massive tantrum in the middle of a press conference about this. So that is not necessarily true. So there is just more going on. There is more info out there. And I think the part that would disturb me personally the most and what they should be looking at is the fact that what they weren't able to burn off, they buried so they could rebuild the track immediately. Yeah. Jesus. This is going to be a giant fucking disaster, I think. Um, We'll see. I don't know. The chemical shit is weird. I'm now looking at an article. Apparently, Brian Krasenstein has gotten his account back because he's the one who tweeted this. Uh, Just a picture of this smoke cloud, this 
demonic's evil smoke cloud that's uh, looming uh, overhead. Um, I'm sure it doesn't smell great. My uh, personal philosophy on this. Check this out, Car. Tell me if I'm if I'm kind of vibing with the space, the energy that we've been trying to accumulate on our personality tests. <clears throat> Not my backyard. Not my concern. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that perhaps does vibe with the uh, personality test, but uh, <clears throat> this is uh, basically over my entire extended family. So, um, Well, that means it's your backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the uh, the old Penn Dutch <laughs> boys are having backyard. to take another one for the team. It's Well, uh, it's going to take out entire lineages, dude. I don't know yeah. what the fuck this thing is going to do. Yeah. This thing is yeah. fucked up. Well, we it's going to give everybody situation, answers what it's going to do. I think it's going to melt people's skin. I think it's going to turn people into frogs, possibly, and then turn them gay on top of that. Could be. You know, I wouldn't hate it if it turned into a sort of rad zombie, Chernobyl, stalker light sort of thing. That could be fun. Yes, I think that that would be very fun. And it would uh, prepare us to fight the Russians, which is another thing that's apparently happening. Uh, they're they're shooting missiles at our, at our country now, I guess. Whoa, this is- wait, what? They blew up a, a cylindrical object, you know? They're shooting missiles at us or something. They're shooting Who, things at us. Okay. The Ruskins, the Ruskies, the Ruskies. Who else would do it? The Chinese, this is what people don't understand. They have a different way. They float a balloon so, in. The Russians will fire explosives at us. That's what's happening. I've been doing a lot of interrupting this episode, but if I can interrupt just one more time here in the early going, I wanted to do a told you so lap because I'd been talking about this last week and for weeks previous to that, since this balloon bullshit started, that as soon as a normie spotted it, we were going to be shooting down each other's devices left and right because everyone's got them everywhere every Mm -hmm. fucking day. And that's all this is. Everyone's different makes and models. Yeah. Once you shoot down fucking I, one I of mean, them, you gotta shoot down them all. The reason yeah, China's exactly. firing at UFOs I, is because those are our fucking balloons. I I had, I mean, that's why I brought it to you when I posted that in the, uh, I think it was just the boys chat. Um, so like, what's the deal with these things? And you were like, they're everywhere. And then literally... Maybe two or three hours after that, they literally, they were everywhere. There was one in South America. There's four of them in Canada now, and they're shooting all of them down. Um, what is that? I mean, I, I actually, I, to pause, you and I have talked about what this is. Car, what, what is this? I mean, what do you think this is? Uh... I'm not, I'm not entirely, I, I, I don't. I don't even really have a gut feel other than just like info war crap. I mean, I, I, that's what I think. I mean, I from think our it's government just, or from, from someone all, else's from okay. both. Yeah. Yeah. I, because, you know, because it's one of those things, it's like once one government starts doing something bizarre, then almost as like a pantomime effect, the other one does. It's gotta and, be great to live in Latvia or yeah, somewhere yeah, like right. that. Yeah. Where it's never, I don't ever hear about any Latvian fuckery or mm-hmm. anything like that. Denmark, no fuckery. Oh, you get a terrorist attack every now and again, but that's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange thing. Um, but, you know, I... Would you, you know, rather, this... car? seriously, would you rather fend a terrorist attack off once a month to Carcadia or every day? Every day you turn on the news and there's some new thing you've never thought about before that you have to now worry about. Which would you prefer? In life, the former. In For the show, the latter. <laughs> in, life, in life, you would prefer the terror attack or just the I, info war? I, I almost think the terror attack in a lot of ways. That's, Although maybe that's, maybe that's the luxury of not having to deal with that. Uh, maybe I'm speaking from a place of... Uh, no, uh, tr- it's fine. Tremendous. People live in Paris every day and there's some psychopath is running over people and mm-hmm. uh, blowing people up. And, and it's the fucking most beautiful city in Europe. Mm. It's great, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah I, it's the whole thing is weird. I, I, the, 
what I'm convinced of is that it's not UFOs. Um, yes. What I what I am convinced of is that it's a massive info war to get people. You know, I do wonder. Um, you know, everybody, each government involved in this does to a degree uh, benefit when all of their citizens are distracted. I mean, you know, Russia benefits when even when the United States citizens are distracted. I think to some extent. Um, sure. And not acting out of predictability from uh, the top-down structure, and How? and I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. and and so I, you know, I wonder if if um, it it is a little bit of a call and response, or if it's a mimicry saying, "Oh wow, look, they they were able to completely control the news cycle and keep their citizens kind of distracted uh, with this kind of number, and it's already going, and we didn't start mm-hmm. it, so we don't really have to maintain it. So why don't we just hop on board? You know, I, right. I, I do wonder if, if you know, and that is something uh. else that I've pointed out more than once on the show, even I believe is that it's not necessarily about them directly planning all this stuff in advance, but having the resources and the sort of coping ability and the ability to get things going that they can immediately use all of this stuff to their advantage, even if they don't necessarily see it coming either. It, that has been sort of, I guess I've felt a, a way about that similarly, which is, it's I don't I don't know if these things are false flag. I think the term false flag would refer to the fact that a government is setting it up to do this. I don't know if these are things that are happening as we are just at a just rapidly accelerating in the exposure of bad things happening or whatever it is. But I do believe that the powers that be have got just like this podcast, and this is how I know it's true. Just like this podcast, I mean this literally. Have a lot of material to work with. There's a lot of material to think about, to fucking spin stories off of. And if we had the, I mean, if we had the reach that the White House has, if we had the the Gonzo FBI thugs who intimidate all these journalists like the way they do, I mean, we could. We could probably do a lot with this stuff that's going on right now, right? I mean, unless you think – do you think the FBI or somebody crashed the, the train? I don't know. But uh, train crashes also happen and they might also happen at the same time as um, – I don't know. Aliens are coming to Earth if you think aliens are real and if you don't, maybe they're just balloons. you know. And there are balloons everywhere like Paz is saying. They're, they're everywhere already and they have been forever. So it's really all you got to do is point cameras at it. I mean, we've seen yeah. videos. How many videos have we seen that were exactly the same as the video that kicked this whole thing off? They're the same. What? I mean, all these UFO videos, the fucking film that the Navy guy got where they're literally chasing an object with no heat signatures, way more compelling than the fucking Chinese spy balloon thing. And yet the Chinese spy balloon thing stuck. And I think it was because like totally unnaturally. Totally unnaturally. They they circulated this video out to some fucking uh, nobody who faked uh, 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 that they were posting this as just some concerned citizen from that area. And then they, they probably sent an e- a mass email out to all of their content creators on the subversive lie list to, hey, hey, re- retweet this. Just retweet this Man, for us. that's exactly what fucking happened, too. I, I fucking think that's the plan. I think they do this a lot now because that's what I would do. If I had like a ministry of information, how we, I mean, we've gone viral before car camp it. I think, I don't know. This show is not known by nobody in our circles. Yeah, right. That's true. Well, yeah. And we didn't try. We didn't, we, <laughs> yeah, that's there's true. no plan here. Did this listeners, does this sound like we have a plan? That's what yeah. I thought. No crickets. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, it's easy to go viral in this viral, the viral medium of the internet, right? So if you even if you take a one class at the FBI, J. Edgar Cockhoover Center, that you learn about, uh, oh, here's how you fake a news story and you go viral. They got classes on this, right? They have yeah. to. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. And and I I mean I saw like some people saying like oh it's the you know covering up um, I guess they they're releasing some like Epstein client list names or something like that and 
I don't know. I'm just so I, I think I'm just blackpilled on that entire process of like, oh, we've got to hit the news cycle so that we don't uh, so people don't pay attention to this new thing, you know, this other thing that's coming out. But it's like nobody pays attention to that anyway. So I don't, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess that's just- that's where I get lost, because I wonder to myself when I see exactly the situation you're describing, do people really not care or does this media silence technique that they use actually work? Mm, right. Or because maybe I don't know. Maybe you even, talk to Norm. Go ahead. No, give me your theory. Maybe please. even to to add to your media silence, it's almost like a media um, cacophony. Like they, they just there's it's so overwhelming. That so are, overwhelming. I mean, maybe I'm speaking just for myself, but I'm like, man, like why am I going to tune in? Like I don't know. Well, I don't. Like, you know, it's think just too about much. it this way. They float the Epstein client list, and uh, Bill Gates is on it, but they're doing this bullshit, so nobody catches on initially. You know how the story has to get delivered, otherwise. By fanatics who mm-hmm. express their opinions to like super normies who who probably agree with them. They go, wow, I, I guess Bill Clinton really did rape someone. But it's not packaged to them as like a witch, an alarming witch hunt. Mm-hmm. And so they don't frantically go and tell all of their friends. Right. That's what virality is. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what they're that's stomping out. They're stomping the d- out the enthusiasm, the spirit, you know, the geist. That's literally. They're yeah. silencing the geist. Right. That's interesting. I like that. I like that theory. I that, I think that holds some water uh, right there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, so, I mean, what I'm saying is let's get a hold of this fucking apparatus. Work, get it Something bad happens. Oh, no. Somebody got shot. New TLE episode. Wednesday, <laughs> baby, baby. I would... <laughs> How good? Yeah. How good? Were we be? just discussing Maybe that with Pete easier. in the boys' chat the other day? Money laundering and deploying virality oh, yes. and super chat money laundering, and how that's how this whole oh, apparatus yes. is built. Quick respond, reaction videos, getting paid through the comments mm-hmm. for live reaction shows. Uh huh. The internet news, and you know, I don't know who all our audience watches. And listens to besides us. But if you follow some gonzo journalist, someone who hits the streets with their camera and live streams, if they're getting donations yep. on their stream, they're a fucking fed. Some exceptions may apply. Car, I don't know if you saw what, what like, I don't know if you were in the boys' chat when uh, a, a member of the boys' crew brought up the kind of weird very interesting concept that someone was running a YouTube super chat and there were these very suspicious $300 drops I saw a little bit of drops yeah, with no comments bit. attached yeah. <laughs> from yeah. accounts that have very little history yeah yep it's very very strange um so I think that is something I think Paz has really nailed it here that the this is – a lot of people go – and this is something that I do truly believe, so I always am trying to find ways of how to crack it, is that the government is too large to really do these things effectively this way. And so I, while I do believe that, they clearly are doing these things. And so the way that I've had to switch my frame of mind is it's because they are really good at this nudge theory, this indirect – uh, you know, the psyop concept. Yeah. It, the, a way of like without physically touching, being able to move and influence. And I think Paz literally nails it. And this idea that this is how they're maybe even disseminating the information, maybe even they're, they're manipulating using the unlimited amounts of cash that they have. They're just manipulating these like, algorithms circumventing technologies with cash because that's what they the microtransactions just circumvent the regular path right so you pay for a lot of them and you can get people to do things you can get people to feel things and i'm talking about the content creator who's then spitting it out even more indirectly to an audience of people you know, if one content creator gets hyped up enough about one thing, every stand they have will be foaming at the fucking mouth. So if we manage to go and we get uh, Belle Delphine 
Okay, we get Belle Delphine, huge following. She had I don't know any no, go I don't on. know any of these go streamers. Yeah. Belle Delphine with her huge following on Twitch, and we go, Hey Belle, um some there's this I don't know, let's just say there's this podcast, right? And they don't ever do any prep, so they don't have an example here. <laughs> and we want you to shout this podcast out. And so Belle shouts the podcast out. We, right, you know, but the, remember early on in the history of the show, we had the concept of the anarchy ball bump. Shout yeah. out to anarchy ball. This is it. We're talking about a manipulative bump, a fake bump, a money pumped bump. That's what they're doing. That's what the FBI is up to. They're money pump bumping content. So what you're saying to summarize is that the FBI or or similar agents are out there and they say, okay, there's, I'm just going to use made up numbers, but there's a hundred thousand, uh, news outlet outlets, let's call them that could be podcast influencers, this and that. Um, what we can do is without even ever having to control them, touch them in any way, we can reward good behavior and we can not reward behavior that we don't think is useful. And we can do that by taking dark money and passing it through their, uh, you know, donation platform in order to amplify certain messages and not amplify certain other messages. That's what you're. Yes. Doing. Yeah. Correct. I think that's very and now. And then pause is going to love this. And here's my second part to my theory. It all goes back to the great society. Okay? Are you ready for this? I'm they ready. learn this technique with welfare, right? Yeah. Where you yeah. give money out and it undermines people's ability to make their own decisions, okay? They yep. they improved on it because Nixon, our boy, this podcast boy, he was a uh uh I mean a, a brilliant guy. And he devised this system. Hey, let's just let's just instead of having gang wars on the street, we let one drug dealer do what he needs to do. In fact, maybe we even muscle everybody out so we know where everybody's getting the drugs. We know how to control the flow. Okay, so that was step two, right? Step three, we figured out that there's the most powerful drug of all, and that's called an online influencer. So mm-hmm. now they do with drug dealers in the, ni- in, the, in, the, in the Nixon era what they're doing now with Twitch streamers where they'll just kind of – some of them they'll make famous. Some of them yeah. they'll just kind of make famous and those are usually going to be the most easy ones to control and they're usually also the dumbest. I don't know if you see – you know, some of the idiots at the top of this uh, uh, media empire. I mean, everybody from Don Lamont, an actual an actual media guy, to uh, uh, the Twitch streamers and the Logan Pauls and the influencers online. They're dumb as a, as a donkey's dick. They're stupid. They can be easily controlled, really easily controlled without ever having to interact with them like you've, like you've understood. And so they learned this technique long ago and they've perfected it because they realized you can, it's not just controlling bad behavior. You can have a basically a drug dealer make everyone perform the behavior we want in order to get their drug, which is entertainment. And I know this is very large-brained and also uh, 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 like, man, I'm such a radical. But I really do think this is how the media complex has settled out. It makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that it's it's um, all of the reward with uh, really not a bunch of the risk and not a bunch of the overhead. You don't have to set up your own news outlets. You don't have to set up um, your own informant network. You don't. Well, I mean, to some degree, I guess you do. But um, yeah, it's all very contactless. It's very uh, tactical in that way. And uh, and they can just go out and and influence uh the narrative in in the new age right in the age yes. where um you know in the the previous iteration of this that still exists uh, to a large degree but is is on the outs was just simply controlling the fcc right uh, having having yes. all of your 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 drug dealers your information drug your dopamine dealers uh having to register with the FCC and you can say, well, you can't say that, or you have to say this, but even that started to get messy because people ask, well, why can't they say this? And, and now you don't have 
any of that uh or, or, or at least you have far less backlash from people saying, well, you know, because everybody can say, well, I don't know, it's an independent journal. They can say whatever they want. I mean, you know, but little do, <laughs> yeah. you, little do you know, it's That's not really an independent journal, you know, even and in, in, and the best part is the independent journalist thinks they're an independent journalist or they're an independent yes. streamer. Or they're an independent. Yeah, the editor. Tim Pool yeah. to the Tim Pool kind of guy who just I don't know who's telling him what to think. Maybe, uh, you know, it looks like nobody, but maybe he's consuming particular outlets targeted towards him maybe you know like mm-hmm. i don't know i do think it's the most normie guys and gals of course where this technique works the most like the fringe stuff i guess those people are just crazy as fuck but like it seems to be working in every field and avenue i mean it seems like it doesn't I, people aren't are they really this stupid because i feel like this is the most distracted Americans have ever been with bullshit and nonsense. And I don't even know if that's true because it's all I see is the media, which I think sometimes we confuse for being the inside of the average American's head. I'm not even sure if it is or if it's meant to trick you into thinking it is. Um, that's how that works to me. Um, I, I Anyway, I think we're dealing with some serious psychological shit here. Uh, on top of the fact that I probably maybe been huffing a little bit too much of the vinyl chloride, man. So, right, could so, be a lot of different things. We've all seen psyop army girl, and we've seen the ironic horny edits of people who will swear they're not horny for. Her. And as a result, we've all seen the morale patch talking about psy operations yep. because you can't unfuck the mind. And that's exactly yeah. what's going on here. You know, these things have been in hyperdrive for so long because these factors allow it to happen 24-7, not just when your propaganda magazine arrives, not just when they push something to the newspaper, not just when they buy off the radio reporter. This stuff is happening 24-7 now, and that's part of it in what we're already talking about where they can deploy these things on a moment's notice, but also in that we're consuming it 24 fucking seven. Some of the Xers are all of the millennials are, and all of the zoomers are. Yeah. And that's something that needs to be taken into account too. It's not only that they can deploy it instantly, but that it's being consumed without stopping the only thing that we could do about this, fellas, is we have to take control <clears throat> over a state-sponsored media, um, and we, we really needed to do our bidding. So we can do that probably violently would be the best way, <laughs> and so we'll we'll plan that out on, on, a, on a future over the line. How, are, how will we wrest control of the media, as Lennon wrote, so that we may make it do good for the people? I think that's what we're going to have to do. Um, and the show. I would like to. Sw- I'd like to switch us to another topic. I'd like us to actually, if I might, I'd like us to meditate on a clip, an audio clip here. I think there's some great advice. I'm welcoming your user participation after the end of the clip, but uh, I just want to kind of give this out to the audience. I thought it was very. Uh, I would call it important. I would call it important. So, this is a an audio clip from. I mean, frankly, a really enlightened and excellent. I guess it's a podcast. I don't really know what you call it, but let's let's listen in. Shaking is such a primal practice of releasing trauma and somatic blockages and emotions through our body, especially our hips. Mm-hmm. Our hips now we know is where we store emotions. Yep. So when you are twerking, when you're shimmying, you are literally releasing trauma, releasing, releasing stored emotions from your hips. When you're bending your knees, you're crouching on the floor, you're connecting to earth, you're connecting to the womb, you're restoring your energy. And that's why it's not even just an African dance, but in Middle Eastern dance, in Latin American dance, salsa mm-hmm. dance, bachata, every single dance form has some form of hip movement to it. This is also why zebras, when they're running away from a lion and they're about to get eaten and they make it into the nick of time, they shake their bodies off, release the trauma, and they come back to homeostasis. So I started to realize that as I was doing this, I was healing myself through all of these generations of collective trauma that now we know with epigenetics is actually stored within our systems. And I realized that twerking, shimmying, undulating, shaking truly is a spiritual practice. And now I share it as much as I can. So 
I want to point something out. I'm gasping for air. <sighs> I want to point. I must. I have to point something out. There were many. I, there were many of you <laughs> out there, listeners, who are mocking these two women. And all I want to say to you is, rewind about ten minutes in this episode and tell me if I don't talk the same way about the shit <laughs> I'm interested in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's all chill the fuck out, all right? This woman, you know, she's got an eclectic set of interests, all right? This is not, she's not a demon, okay? Let's, I I saw people saying this woman is talking about demonism. Chill out, she's got a hobby, all right? And she's very enthusiastic about it. And she's basically, this, what you were listening to is basically two dudes with vaginas with a podcast. So... Um, I just wanted to center us on that. Can I, can I just say that that's all I wanted? I wanted us to kind of meditate on that and center us on that. Are you, are you shaking? Are you feeling like you're shaking car? I see that you're shaking a little before bit. I can purge the trauma of having to hear that <laughs> clip yet again. I, I did tweet about this. I might've helped touch it off in our little space. But I just <laughs> I didn't see you too. I need about to it. do a, just some primal scream therapy to go with their dancing right now. I gotta <laughs> get this off my chest. This is the female yes. equivalent of saying trauma is stored in the balls. I've had that joke <laughs> yeah. sitting on my yes. chest for a fucking week. <laughs> so goddamn yes. dumb. It really is. It fucking really is, man. It is. I loved it. I. This is again. Car Campit, I've located. That's quaint. That's yeah. very quaint. That is. Did you feel the yeah. the quaintosity? Yes. From that yes. Clip? I, I and and to to elaborate on that and and to explain further why it's quaint or at least bounce it off of you is it's this concept of having to square themselves. Like I don't care. Like I don't care about any of this. Basically, I <laughs> and, and it's not. I don't view this through like a moral lens or anything. So I'm not, I'm not a lot of people do. I know. And I just don't care. I think it's dumb, but, but the quaintness comes with like, they're trying, they appear to be trying to square this with some sort of moral good or virtue of the past. Yeah. When it's just like, you guys can dance, like do do whatever you want. Nobody cares. Like you don't have to come out and just, I liked it when the hereditary argument like sort of fell a little flat. You know, the woman she was talking to kind of just nods her head. She goes, uh-huh. "Also, I realized it's why zebras shake their asses." Yeah, yeah, you got it. Like yeah, the Pivot. first, <laughs> the first focus failed. So I guess because a fucking animal does it, it's got to be a good thing. That's the second yes. focus. It's mm-hmm. so quaint. It's adorable, and yeah. I mean, like, I think this is what they say when women. Women always talk about how they like a guy with a hobby because it's they don't even know what the hell he's talking about half the time, but they like to listen to him talk about his hobby. This is a classic mm-hmm. thing women enjoy about men. This is what I enjoy about humans. This is just one of the best things ever. Is this woman is clearly an interesting fella. <laughs> I mean, if we had her on the show and she was talking about pussy shaking so that you could feel nicer, I would be enthralled with the comp. Wouldn't you think that would be a fucking? It'd make it great like, over the line. In terms of whimsy, wouldn't you think mm. they would be really maxing out on whimsy if the two of us had to sit and listen to this woman and pretend like she had a point? That would be <laughs> something else, for sure. That would be an episode. Oh, I think it would be great. Yeah. Oh, to boy. that point, to that point, I'm doing a little introspection here. And I just remembered that I've been trying unsuccessfully to get my energy healer frat brother on my own podcast for literally years now since SDS started, what, a year and a half, whatever it is. If I'm trying to, if I've been trying unsuccessfully to book an energy healer, who the hell am I to judge? I'm just, I'm, I'm having a moment of introspection here and it's hurting. I think that's very humble. I think that's a type of humility that, yeah, you need to have definitely. You need to have. Um, anyway, open invite to whoever the hell those two women were. Come on the show. Let's talk about. Let's talk about what men have to do to release their uh, generational trauma. A <laughs> war. Start a podcast. <laughs> and then yeah, war, and then start a podcast about the war that you fought. 
And then eventually it kind of just turns into a like a like a guy show. Yeah. <laughs> the story of all our shows. Yeah. Um I I I have one more news story and then truly fellas I I'm tapped out of conversational material here. But So we are the number one That's right, train spillage tracking podcast in America. And so we've accomplished that. But I but I do just want to let everybody know we are also the number one weird 18-wheeler spill tracking podcast in America. And so I thought that this was very relevant, even though it's not exactly an 18-wheeler spill. It is an incident that occurred with a large vehicle, okay, that this comes to you from Cron 4 News. That's the Bay Area's local news station. The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile had its catalytic converter stolen the other day. <laughs> uh, where? They chopped the dog, dude. <laughs> they chopped the dog. They chopped the fucking dog, Where did dog, this happen? Dude. Where did this happen? This happened in... Uh, in front of a Las Vegas Inner Valley Super Bowl warehouse. I don't even know what that means. So, when the Super Bowl is happening, the Oscar Mayer Corporation will shrug out. Have you seen the Wiener Mobile? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great audio clip for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep it in mind. It's 27 feet long, this day. I mean, this hot dog. So, it's a hot dog truck, basically. They go around and they serve fucking Oscar Mayer dogs on shitty buns and with shitty condiments. And they do it, uh, they do it in the Bay Area. Uh, they, every time there's a Super Bowl, they send the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile out. And so, I, I, not the Bay Area, sorry, in, in uh, Las Vegas. And so this is what was interesting. The Wienermobile wasn't the only victim of this theft, okay? There's First of all, you're going to enjoy this, Carr. Mm-hmm. The way that the news report is written, it might there might have been more than one catalytic converter stolen from more than one meat, meat wagon fucking wienermobile. <laughs> meat wagon. A, a repeat <laughs> offender. It seems like there were, it seems like the way they were, there's a plur, the plurality. There is more on than one wienermobile. In the statement. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, 2,600 catalytic converter thefts were reported in Las Vegas Metro in the year 2022, a 72% increase from the last year. Wow, that's a big spike. Palladium, platinum, quick cash, baby. You can sell that stuff really easily. You're going to like this, too. We can learn more about uh, the Wienermobile if you want. First of all, they have a whereabouts tracker, okay? For the Wienermobile? We. We know where every Wienermobile in this country is, and I'm and right now I'm looking at one. There's none in Las Vegas, so they obviously got it out of there. They got already. out of Dodge. But what you're gonna like is they have six Wienermobiles in the Oscar Mayer Meat Fleet. Meat Fleet. 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 All right. So if you want to know their locations. There's a lot of them on the East Coast, probably not to your surprise. One of them is currently sitting in Reno, Nevada, one in Tucson, Arizona. There's one near you in Dallas. It's on the road heading towards Dallas. There are four of them in the Louisiana, Baton Rouge, New Orleans metropolitan area, and five of them because there's one near Pensacola that's on the way. That's because Mardi Gras, I assume, is coming up. So they're they're getting ready for fucking Mardi Gras with the Wienermobiles. There's one in Savannah, Georgia. There's four in Charlotte. There's three of them. Oh, no, dude. Wait a minute. This wasn't for the bit, I swear to God. 
no. There's one of them that's near the fucking spill. I was just going to, like, literally, that oh was, I was going to be like, and there's 55 mysteriously in Dude. East Palestine, Ohio. Dude. There's, it's, okay, there's three of them, and they're all, like, within two hours of Columbus, Ohio. That's fucking close. Wow, that's weird. There's two others in the meat fleet. So they said there were six, but there's a bigger meat fleet than they said. The meat is bigger than they say. There's one currently sitting in Scranton. <laughs> Let's go. The Scranton, Scranton meat, strong, meat baby. Mobile. The Scranton meat mobile, babe. And then, finally, there's one in Milford. And I guess that's New Hampshire. Milford, New Hampshire. What are they doing up there with the Free State Project, we wonder? <laughs> Interesting. So that's where all the fucking wienermobiles are, and that bought five minutes, fellas. So somebody's got to figure out what we're doing with the rest of our time here. It's got to be about. Doesn't that about cover? That gets us to about forty-five or so. Yes, if we uh, tap into the the over-the-line segment a little bit, I guess we've made it. I guess we've made it. As I said on the over the line segment, I didn't really have time to gather a bunch of news stories, and I also didn't really want to approach the news because it's it's just been, it's just it's become unapproachable for me at this point. It's very it's, it's, very, it's stressful. very stressful. It's stressful. It's like Saint G Man used to say all the time: "Don't look directly at the op," and that's all that's out there is ops. Yeah. How can you even? You can't even check the news anymore. Can't, can't it's impossible. Yeah. I'm also looking at, like, the Twitter trending news. Okay, Hillary's, Native Americans, Stablecoins, Jim Jordan, and Tether are trending. So Good lineup. Murderer's Row right It's like a slow week. What else we got? That's it. I'm looking around. That's it. Let me see if I got anything else. Oh, yeah. Fucking Justin Trudeau grew a pair. Did you see this? He blew up a bunch of Chinese things. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Let's Good fucking go. Let's fucking go. Justin Trudeau, we're a fan of Justin Trudeau because he's got a good relationship with the Chinese fellas. Mm. We're uh, fans with Justin of Justin Trudeau. We really like him, and uh, we like what he does. I like that he blew all those things up. Um, I, so let's – I do want to settle this, okay, fellas? In the next week – Okay, we've got seven more days till the next one comes out. In the next week, what is more likely to happen? We get news of aliens or one million people die in the range of this chemical blast. (sighs) What is more likely? Which one of those two is more likely on the table? It's the aliens. They're going to blue beam us. It's been in the works for forever. They're priming us up to fake something. You think we're finally going to get aliens? Now, okay. And do you think Biden will bring one of them out, like in a in a suit and tie, or how do you think it's done? No, I think they're gonna. This is my friend. He's been controlling my brain for years. I think that they're gonna bring down yet this another. This is my friend. You know him as number six. And this time they're gonna call it a UFO. Yeah. And I think that's what it'll be. And then they'll do some Biden press conference magic on it to make it seem like they recovered yes. an alien on live TV like or some shit. This is Quigslot. He's my little gray friend. Quigslot, tell the people hello. Take me to your leader. I love it. And, love you know, it. I I do say that because I, I, I think so the beam is in the works. I really sincerely do. I don't know. But even within the I next week, I just don't think we see a million casualties that fast from Ohio either. Do you think we see, do you think we see a significant number of casualties? I think that if there are casualties, so. we'd never know about it. I hope it. not. Yeah. yeah, I hope not. Yeah. God, can Cleveland get any worse? I'm sorry. The mistake on the lake just keeps getting Literally, I mean, can Cleveland get any worse? The hidden, It's like the, everybody puts their focus on how bad Detroit is doing, but I mean, Cleveland is... I think the devil sends you to Cleveland as like the waiting room. 
Yeah, the thing with Detroit is that it hit rock bottom, and so it's rebounding, whereas Cleveland, I think it's just kind of in that wall. Of LeBron place. James has been holding up Cleveland like Atlas, <laughs> and one day his arms are going to give, and it's finally going to hit rock old. bottom. <laughs> He's getting old. He's retiring soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, well, is he ever planning on I retiring? Guess... He's the all-time leading scorer now, uh, isn't he? N- no, yeah. I think he'll. I think LeBron James will probably play about as long as Vince Carter, who's coming back, has played. Who's coming He's back? He's going to for what? another season. Vince Carter's Vince coming Carter? back to the NBA. Oh yeah, no. you didn't hear about this? He announced no. another season. Oh Isn't yes. that dude like fifty? What? Yes, I'm sure be. he is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And he's, he's a fucking super athlete, fellas. I mean, oh, yeah, he's one of the most athletic to play the game. I yes, mean, he's 46 years old. Good grief. He's re- announced he was returning on March, uh, in March. Yeah, That's in March. Insane. Okay, it's not like he's been yeah, he's playing continuously, back. though, because he quit and oh, did no, a stint. He's going to come back for another he season. He did a stint for ESPN, and he can't play and also do ESPN. So it oh, must have I, retired I at back. least he, temporarily, he the game. though. Car, I hope you're yeah, ready I mean, for he's that been out story of the for, for you, years. buddy. You'd be a 67-year-old, but I'm still podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm still in the game. I will have to come still out with news releases game. after every season just to say, hey, I'm coming uh, back. Yeah. And hopefully by then we have a TV show or something. There's like we have a staff, right? I hope by, God, I hope okay. by then we have a staff. I'm tired of doing this stuff. Man, oh, fuck, cool. we're going to be like the Young Turks forever. Oh, boy. Um, All well, right. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for letting me well, come on again, guys. Till next week, keep two hands on the wheel.